Welcome to the first ever Midwest Babble podcast. Her Majesty's maiden voyage, I like to say. Maiden voyage. I'm Rob. The teeny tiny voice you hear, that's Joe. We give him a little bit of airtime here now and then, but uh, not by choice. I'm only tiny on the inside. <laughs> such a such a big heart, though. Such a big heart. <laughs> Great personality. I didn't say that. Did not say that whatsoever. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving on. So uh, this podcast is going to be uh, pretty much Rob and Joe uh, babbling on about some stuff. TVs, movies, sports, video games. Uh, maybe an interview here and there, um, uh, and it's just uh, just something to do. I've been listening to a lot of Howard Stern lately, and I wish I was him. So who's Howard? Who's Howard Stern? Never heard uh, of her. I'm putting <laughs> I'm putting you on mute. You you do not say another word, sir. <laughs> um, you you betcha. And every everybody has a podcast. That Pat McAfee, the McAfee. Yep, that's my bad. Uh, Rab himself, the Bathroom Break podcast. That one's a good one. Um, and, uh, and all sorts of other ones that I listen to. Riffin with Griffin. Huh? The guy from uh, uh, Workaholics. That's a good one. So, uh, yeah, this is, this is our little, little world of little uh, podcasting. Um, and uh, we are for hire. So if you want us to push your product, whatever it may be, we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, because, uh, cause money is the rule of all evil. Am I right? Yeah, you bet. And Joe you know, has, see, here's the thing. Also, yeah. I mean, if, if, if this is going to help, uh, you know, market anything, I may or may not be wearing pants at a given time. So, <laughs> I mean, I can be rocking any sort of swag that is offered to me. You know, if they mail me something, I'll wear it. Sure. Maybe that, maybe that's all I'll wear. I, the world may never you, know. Why would you wear something else? You know? Luckily, this no, is just a no. podcast and not a video cast because it would that would escalate quite quickly. So uh, well, let's jump right into it. So just a little TV and movies discussion, right? So the hot topic, uh, Game of Thrones Ooh. returning Sunday, April 14th. Yes, sir. It, That's how, pretty exciting. How long has it been since they've been on? Um, let's see. It was summer of 16. No, summer of 17. So... Real close um, to two years. Yeah, we're getting close to two years. Like it started, I want to say June. It must have started in June that year because they had to wait later. They had to wait longer to film because of uh, Weather, more winter it? scenes. Yeah. 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 So I mean, we're getting pretty close to a solid twenty-four months. Yeah, it's, I, it's too long. You know, I think a lot of people right now are kind of catching up and you know rewatching the last season. You know. Mm-hmm. And, Last thing that I can recall that that your just jaw just hits the floor is when the wall finally comes down. Yeah, that, between that, did not expect that. Not not no, one bit. No, between that and one of the dragons. Uh, yeah. Now 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 on the other side, it's gonna be Viserion. Viserion, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be insane. You know. All the times you see the Night King and the other White Walkers running around with, you know, animals, reanimated animals, or you see that bear in uh, season seven, you know, mind blowing stuff. And then the last thing you ever think about is like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to bring that dragon back after he freaking javelined it like a like an Olympic gold medalist, you know? Yeah. Sure yeah. enough, 
And then where'd they get this chain? Doesn't matter, man. It was sick. It does not matter. That is a reanimated dragon. An ice dragon. It's about to get real. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's gonna be insane and I think they're they're supposed to be hour hour and a half long episodes. I think yeah, the shortest one's like an hour and a half, I think. Yeah. So I'll have clear to check off, my sources on that. Clear off your your Sunday um, evenings, you know, there's two hours spent and then there's gonna be another hour each night of just thinking of what just happened, I think. Yeah, processing it. Oh you yeah. know, I'm 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 looking forward to I think with the whole uh, Dish Network and HBO uh, dispute going on, like I have no choice but to just stream it on my own. And with my uh, less than spectacular internet here, I'm going to have to watch it early Monday mornings. But that'll be fine because, I mean, how are you going to sleep after watching an episode anyway, you know? That's, that's, a, that's a very good point. You know, oh. showing up for work, I'm sure that's perfectly acceptable. You know what I mean? Show up late. Why, why are you so, uh, why are your eyes bloodshot? I don't know, man. It's just so sad. <laughs> Life, I tell you. But I mean, I'm I'm excited to watch it uh, over uh, a carafe of my French press coffee. You know, I mean, it's yeah. gonna be nice. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Probably be a couple crafts at, at over two hour, you know, hour and a half long, hour and a half plus long. Yeah, you're gonna be jacked true. up on the caffeine, man. You're right. I'm gonna need it, but that's fine. I feel like it's gonna take like a very emotional toll out. You know. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah. I see every single episode having, and they've pretty much done this the entire season, but just nail-biting cliffhangers. Yeah. Just cannot wait, you know, for, for the next week to come. And then, you know, what's going to be so so sad is when it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think they're doing some, some other spinoffs, I believe. But, I mean, if at this pace, it's going to be four years before we see anything else. Yeah, last I saw it was like Robert's Rebellion was what they were going to do the uh the spin-off the prequel, I guess, so uh-huh. to speak. So that that'd be interesting, obviously. I mean, we're getting into every season it's more and more kind of mystical, more magical yep. than the last. Yep. So I don't know how they would tie that into Robert's Rebellion. I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way. To our uh to our next topic, Motley Crue's The Dirt on Netflix. What were your thoughts on that? My thoughts were, and it was actually shortly after I watched Bohemian Rhapsody, too. So yeah, yeah. as far as biopics go, I mean, if I was to compare the two, I'd have to say The Dirt. Um, after doing research, you know, just reading up on it, after you watch one of these movies, you're not just done. You know, you're yeah. reading other things. You want more information. You just, oh, you right, know, right. A good movie leaves you wanting more, right? Yep, yep. So as far as, like, accuracy and, I mean, how true they were, um, seems like The Dirt was a little more accurate than Bohemian Rhapsody. There's a lot of timeline incongruities and stuff like that with Bohemian Rhapsody, right. but like right. the dirt, yeah, it was it was a very entertaining movie and like it it catches you right away. Like you you told me as as soon as I saw the part near the beginning, I was going to text you. Show enough. Yeah, yeah, you're you're instantly engaged like what am I about to watch, you know. Yeah. And and then they grip you. They actually have the, you know, what happened to these guys and obviously it's based on uh, the, the book of the same name written by Nikki six. Yep. Um, but the way they kind of did the storytelling cinematically, I, I, it was good. The uh, breaking of the fourth wall, um, having each guy kind of tell a little bit of his own story. It was interesting. Yep. I agree. I agree. I, you know, I, I, I did 
thoroughly enjoyed it. Sounds like critics are panning it, which makes sense that I that I loved it. Mm-hmm. I wish it was longer. I wish it was yeah. a mini series or had uh you know maybe four episodes five episodes of each band member having their own kind of story mm-hmm. and maybe the manager and and, and then maybe oh. an, an episode or a, you know culmination of it all kind of coming together but i just don't think that hour and a half hour and 45 minutes or you know specifically however long it was it wasn't an enough. hour and 48 minutes yeah i wanted more yeah i, I definitely wanted more story because it's just such a good story to tell good news bad news Mm-hmm. You know, the rock and roll lifestyle. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I, you know, I did recently watch Bohemian Rhapsody also, and I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, when you start digging into it, just like, just similar to The Dirt, a lot of stuff was fast-forwarded. But but then again, some of it was kind of created to to tell a better story. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important, you know, uh, in... in uh, he won, Hollywood. What was it? Malik, <laughs> Rami. What, how's it? What's his first name? Rami Malik, I think. Rami Malik. You, you know, winning that award and stuff. I thought he did a great job, and you know, there was a YouTube video where I saw the Live Aid side by side with Freddie Mercury in Queen mm-hmm. doing it, and then the movie, you know, side by side. And it, I mean, it was it was pretty epic of how uh, Rami Malik did it performed and it, it was just it was it was it was really good it was really good to see that yeah um i agree i was thinking about that every time i watched that live aid performance because i don't know about you but after you watched it how much i mean what kind of music did you listen to for the next few days oh yeah it was definitely you clean know? it's a yeah. kind of magic one of the greatest albums ever even even the unofficial like, soundtrack to one of the greatest movies of all time the highlander, the highlander. absolutely and even even the daughter we had, she has an MP3 player and she is jamming out. You know, nice. she loves a little Radio Gaga. Dude, seriously, man! Like, raise them right, raise them yeah. right, bro. I mean, you're you're on the right track. Yep, yep, yep. So, so I mean, I YouTubed. You know, it's it kind of it's been a few weeks now since I watched it, but even still, you know, put onto YouTube and. You know, might listen to that the studio recording of one of those songs of like Radio Gaga, but then you just want to go to the Live Aid performance because that one was just full of Freddie Mercury's heart and soul. You know. Yep. Pretty, yep. And he knew nice. knew knew the time was near. You know, but he gave just a great, great performance, and all of them did, of course, too. You know, Freddie Mercury being, you know, that he passed away, but the whole band is, oh, yeah. is amazing. And as far as Bohemian Rhapsody goes, like their casting was freaking tops, man. Spot on. Like, Spot on. They were. They looked exactly like their uh, real counterparts. The actors yep. did. I mean, not to be nitpicky, maybe the drummer looked a little bit different, but damn, mm-hmm. like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable, man. Yeah, the the, the guy that was playing Brian May. That Brian was, May, uh, exactly. Amazing. Yeah, and then the bassist. I can't remember his name anymore. Deacon. Deacon Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And is oh. it Deacon Jones? No, I'm name? not sure. Deacon sounds right. John Deacon. I think it's Deacon. John Deacon. Yes. <laughs> I think Deacon yes. Jones is a football yeah. player. <laughs> Making stuff up. What can I say? Well, as what far as casting goes, I mean, I don't want to skip out on the dirt either. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. Um, Machine Gun Kelly. What the heck, man? That That's incredible with some of the stuff. I think it was at the end of the... End of the um, of the movie that you saw how he became Tommy Lee Jones or Tommy Lee, excuse me. 
Um, and of course he had all those tattoos that had to get covered up and, and mm-hmm. everything, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was good. Um, I mean, a little, little cut over with, uh, uh, the character that, that was in game of Thrones that played mm-hmm. Mick Mars. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That I, was, my jaw dropped when I saw him. I'm like, no, is that really Ramsey Bolton? Yeah. What oh, the heck? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was, I was. You're like, God, why is he so familiar? Light bulb. Yep. Light bulb. Well, and, he's not totally sadistic. He just doesn't seem like the same person. Right, right. But he still was not the most friendliest person. You know, there's the McMars, mm-hmm. and when you're living in pain and everything, I suppose, that's how it rolls. Yeah. When you're the old man of the band. That was a lot of fun. I enjoy that character a lot. I feel like that would be, that, that's, that'd be my niche in any group. <laughs> the cranky old guy? Yep. Well played. Well played. Thank you. But if I had to choose out of any of them to just pick their brain for an hour, two hours, 30 minutes, whatever, it'd be Mick Mars. Yeah. Because he was always kind of the outside looking in, always mm-hmm. a part of Motley Crue. You know, he was the axe man, but outside looking in of everybody else's crazy debauchery. And I did. I did read the, the dirt. It's been a, been a couple years. Um, but it was it, it was a great great story. It was a great movie. Like I said, I just wanted more. Um, it's, it's a crapshoot to see what they're, really they're gonna kind of keep going the same direction they've been going. And yeah. you know, and speaking of that, like, what the heck's the deal with all the Marvel shows? I mean, you why know, I, why cancel them? Is it because Disney's you know you know putting up their own streaming service? Are they gonna reboot some of these characters at some point? Yeah. You know, who knows? I mean, I'm sure there's there's of course as anything money involved and mm-hmm. if i had to guess that a licensing fees either went up or yeah it's exactly that because uh disney plus or whatever they're calling it, it's coming and you know are they going to renew those shows but to I, I don't know when that i don't know when that goes live so why not have another another season in there and then transition it yeah you know i i, I don't know i'm sure Reed Hastings and, and Bob Igor, Eager, you know, probably had some negotiations. Something fell through and said, the hell with it. We're going to cancel it. Yeah. And that's kind of peeved a lot of people because, you know, none of the other previous seasons closed the stories. No. No. And Daredevil was phenomenal. I really enjoyed The Punisher, like, in a, in a primal sense. Season two wasn't as good as season one, but, like, I feel like Daredevil delivered every single time uh oh the big one right that has dropped uh websites done all sorts of crazy stuff avengers in game in theaters thursday april 25th um being that being that you live in the middle of freaking nowhere you got any plans to be able to see that relatively quick or what's not a chance not a chance man not not happening Either either when I, we're out of town somewhere and somebody yeah. is, I mean, if I have the opportunity then, yeah, or if it comes out on video and or even like on demand or something like that, sure. Or uh, late, the latest possible time I watch it is when it's you know available to rent or something. At sure. this point, sure, I'm I'm excited for it, and I have to really commend them for having put the least amount of information. Like there, there's they give away nothing in the trailer, right? So, 
aren't you nervous that if you have if you wait that long like like i said i know middle of of nowhere but you know it being spoiled and those kinds of things now i i will tell you i am not gonna see this opening weekend there's just no way <laughs> crowds a little too much anxiety crazy you know what i mean just just a just lot not of my, sweat not, not my <laughs> sweat popcorn you mix those up with the frosty. It's all. It's just crazy. It's just craziness. That's a lot of gas. But, a lot of lactose intolerance. Oh yeah. No a lot good. of people who don't shower consistently. Right. A lot of lot of mercy. A lot of mercy. And so uh, I won't see it then, but probably maybe the following weekend. Maybe take a little time off of work. See a matinee during the that's, week. That's you know, probably the know. best plan there. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad plan. But uh, we just recently saw the 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 latest avengers minus the end game one um and it you know a huge cliffhanger that you know pretty much captain marvel all of society knows no no no, the actual avengers movie oh i see i have not seen captain marvel yet so it's probably infinity warrior yes yes and how that one ended so um uh anything else in the tv movie front let's see here Watch that Ted Williams documentary. Ooh, I have not had a chance show. to see that. That just came out. How was that? You know, it was very enlightening. I mean, yeah. it, he is what you would imagine, you know, a guy of that era to be um, very uh, abrasive, I want to say. Like, more so than uh, a lot of guys that were, um, you know, his peers. Joe DiMaggio was included in that. Like, he, did, I don't think he was in, you know, interviewed or anything. I don't even know if he's alive anymore. But, uh. Like, they used him to compare and contrast Ted Williams a little bit. Two yeah. of the best hitters of all time, you know, in the same era. And uh, Joe DiMaggio was always just, he uh, maintained his look. You know, he wanted to always look his best. And he would, you know, you never hear him swear. You never see him get upset. He was never emotional, you know. Yeah. And then you got Ted Williams, who, this big dude, he would just cuss you up and down the road. And he was always mad. He'd get pissed off at everybody he'd get mad at fans he'd even yell at fans and stuff like that he they made a big deal about him not tipping his hat to the crowd you know but there's no denying that he was you know the best natural hitter of all time right right i mean last last hitter to hit 400 correct oh absolutely i think i think tony gwen was was close one or two years but never Mm -hmm. actually did it never accomplished it yeah and what's really uh fun about ted williams like what's really impressive about that and i don't know if you'd, you'd see it today he was Hitting three nine nine five before the last day of the season, so that would have been rounded up by the statistician up to four hundred. Boom, he would have had the record. Yeah. Manager says, "Ted, you know you can sit today if you want." Ted's, you know, I'm not sitting down. He ended up going six for eight on the day, and his batting average went from three ninety nine five to four oh six. No question. What a stud, dude! What a man thing to do what, right there. What? What game do you bat eight? Was this like a... a oh, I'm sorry. It was a doubleheader of the day. Oh, doubleheader. Double okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. So two yeah, two games, games okay. that day went six for eight. That was a good question. Thank you. Gotcha. Gotcha. So just... Uh, did just not specify. Yeah, did not get specific. Eight at-bats? What are they only batting six people? Damn. So, uh, yeah. so just some historical value. We got Ted Williams did pass away July 5th, 2002. And Mr. Joe DiMaggio, he did pass away March 8th, 1999. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's so. crazy. Don't forget, Ted Williams, he's frozen, so he might come back. Cryogenically frozen, yep. There you go. There you go. Indeed. 
Yep. Teach teach uh, teach someone else how to bat four hundred. Probably not. I, I, I see him as being very competitive and doesn't want anybody to do that. But I, I don't know. He, he did he did write a book about hitting. He went, oh. he, he enjoyed uh, uh, coaching. Yeah. Like he was a manager for a little bit. He enjoyed um, helping other players. You know, hit yeah. giving them giving them pointers and things like that. Right. And it's always it's fun it's fun to watch those guys and like uh, what's his name Joey Votto was on this documentary and he said that Ted Williams is the best hitter of all time except for maybe Babe Ruth yeah and it's so hard to compare guys that far apart yeah um I mean I guess they weren't all that far apart but you look at how any of these guys stood their stances their mechanics I mean it's so much different than it is today it's like why why are these guys why were they so much better back then? Why, you know, why was he the best hitter of all time? And then you got guys who's, you know, the mechanics are. Right. I mean, I guess it's really just their stance is different. The swings are similar. That's right. that's where the the bread and butter is. But I don't know. It's just something that's always been funny to me. The the way the pitchers moved, the way the the hitters moved, it's all completely different than today. It, it absolutely you know? is. Yeah. Yeah. You look at someone like you know, kind of goes right into the next topic is you know early baseball surprises. Mm. Uh. You know, look at uh, was it Chris Davis of the Orioles. I think he's already been benched. Guy <laughs> oh, can't. over 17? Yeah. Oh, how many, many strikeouts or whatever it is. It's just <laughs> like 13. You, you know, signed a however many years, $161 million contract, and guy can't hit. He was never a very good fielder. You know, what else he got? Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of shows the, the risk versus reward of uh, some of these big, big contracts that are out there, you know? Yeah. And then uh, the other end of the spectrum there you got mike trout who's turning it up yeah yeah i think last night at bats he has four or five home runs just yeah crazy crazy yeah, four crazy, home crazy. runs in three days that's yeah i mean it's 430 million dollar man you know and then yeah. turn around on the flip side and you got the boston red sox and the chicago cubs who sick oh yep they're they're awful now being a uh braves fan and they started zero three for the season against the Phillies, they rolled off four in a row recently. Um, against three of them, against the Cubs, one of them against the Marlins. They did lose tonight, uh, four to two. So they're four and three right now. Hmm. Um, no, excuse me, they'd be four and four. They're four and four right now. Um, but yeah, the Cubs, Red Sox. That's kind of a kind of a surprise how bad they're struggling right now. Yeah. Um. I feel like with the Red Sox, you don't get too nervous yet. Yeah, you know, you know what? You do. You do get nervous about that. Two and eight, that's that's a bad sign. I mean, you're a little bit closer to 500, you know. It's just it's the beginning of the year, you know. Things level right. out, and it's a long season. But you start out that cold, man. You got you to gotta worry about things a little bit. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you start off so terrible, you know, you're digging out the rest of the year, and it just it, – it, it makes it tough yeah i mean and i know the reds were in a different position than the cubs were the last few years but still a one and seven that's that's pretty bad yeah (laughs) i guess that's not necessarily a surprise now i was looking at uh uh, they had predictions you know they had percentages on who was going to win divisions and stuff like that Yep. They had the Cubs. They had the Cubs written down for over fifty percent chance to win the division. <laughs> That's why they call it gambling, right? Is, is, is it's that a bad? Gamble. It's not, not good. good. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, and I think 
today Theo Epstein uh, took some credit for the struggles and you yeah. know, those kinds of things. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. You know, uh, yeah. I wish the Phillies didn't get Bryce Harper, um, and he mm-hmm. wasn't in that division with the Atlanta Braves. Um, and they also got TJ Real Muto. Uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting. And the and the Braves have spent very little money on free agents. Josh Donaldson, who has not started off well, batting at least, and they did sign Acuna to a long term deal, so that's great. He's kind of started a little cold, but I think he will be a phenom. Um, Brian McCann, who has a bad hamstring as of today, so uh, yeah, even as a Braves fan, being foreign for it's it's you're already nervous based off mm-hmm. the Phillies and how much money they've spent. And even the nationals, they did lose Bryce Harper, but they still got a hell of a good team. Right. Yeah. That was a, a big loss to them, but I think clubhouse wise, it probably going to be an improvement for them yeah, overall, you know? Right. Yeah. You just kind of see Bryce Harper as being a real cocky individual and kind of, uh, uh, tainting a clubhouse, if you will. Yeah. Team morale, I can imagine it was highly affected by him. Right. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. So I just hope the Braves can pull it off. Maybe at least a wild card spot for sure. But hell, it's just started. There's still 150 more games to go. Yeah. So baseball um, season never uh, never disappoints, though. Yeah, I was looking at um, some other stats on there uh, for the MLB so far yeah. this season. Looking at runs scored and runs allowed. Um, the Cubs have scored the most runs in their division, <laughs> but they've also allowed far more than anybody else in their division. Yeah, yeah. So, that, that, um, yeah, the, the, their offense is rolling and all you know, running on all cylinders. It's just they they can't pitch. They they can't stop anybody else to save right. their lives. Yeah, um, I think bullpen's been to blame for a good chunk of it for sure. Yeah, in this day and age, it's tough to have that decent of a bullpen. Yeah. Um, uh, Houston, uh, another interesting stat for Houston as far as runs scored and runs against. They actually have the best pitching in their division, but they can't score a damn thing. <laughs> I mean, their their differential is zero. They're 24 oh, wow. runs scored, 24 runs allowed right now, and they're sitting at four and five. Wow. Meanwhile, you got the Rangers. Their differential is one, and they're five and four, but then Seattle is on an absolute tear. Which is which is good to see, in my opinion. Yeah, as far yeah. as runs scored, I think they have the best offense in the league. Seventy-three runs scored so far. That in is 10 insane. Games. That is that yeah. is absurd. Now their ERA as a team is five point one, which isn't mm-hmm. great, but got to score those kind of things, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's all going to level out, but I feel like Seattle's. I can't even call them a dark horse. They had a one point three percent chance on that projection <laughs> to yeah. win. That's crazy. You know win the division with uh, Houston that's sitting at 85.8%. But it's, like we keep saying, it's early in the season. Yep. Very, very early. Uh, what do we got? Cowboys. So we're both Cowboys fans, right? So we saw the uh, Marcus Lawrence contract finally get signed. So we have a, I was it five years, $105 million? That sounds right. That's... Something like that. Six years, $65 million guaranteed. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. That is a lot of money. And, you know, I was a little nervous. It'll be interesting to see, you know, because they have Amari Cooper to be concerned with. 
they still have Zeke, they have Dak, they have Byron Jones, you know, all these people who are waiting for their payday. Um, and I think with a lot of that money that's guaranteed uh, helps salary cap-wise, um, he's now going to get surgery done. I think it was on his shoulder or an arm, something that'll that'll help his strength. Because last year wasn't his best year. Um, still a hell of a good uh, you know, pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, now they got Robert Quinn also, who they're saying they, you know, he could be good between, I think it was like 7 to 12 sacks. That's uh, a pretty formidable um, uh, defensive line. But the one concern that you have to have is Tyrone Crawford in the bar fight that he was in. I don't know if you had an opportunity <laughs> to see the video, but uh, he looked like the Hulk. He looked like the Hulk <laughs> going after some of those um, those, those bouncers. Um and it uh, it wasn't good. I, I can see that he'll be suspended in some sort of aspect. I don't know if it's going to be four games, six games, eight games, but yeah, it wasn't I good. Get to see that. <laughs> not I good. did not get to see that. Yeah, that seems like the Cowboys are good at having guys like that on the oh, team. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, between Randy Gregory, violence, drugs. You know, yeah, David Irving who retired so he could smoke weed. You know, like okay. I mean, not not a good uh, business decision. Because no. um, he was good, he had the talent where he could got a pretty pretty huge payday. But yeah. kind of reminds uh, you of a little bit of Ricky Williams, right? Right, right. Yeah. He'll sign he'll sign helmets and other memorabilia, and it'll it'll it will inscriptions that people request, and he does it is smoke weed every day. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's that's a little easier on his body. Nothing's nothing's changed, yeah. I suppose, right? Yeah. So I don't know if the. The weed business is as uh, lucrative as a NFL contract uh, for for a star player, at least. Uh, but yeah. uh, I guess time will tell. Uh, he could always have the opportunity to come back into the league, I suppose. But I think yeah. he, I think he'd be looking at some sort of suspension. For as far as uh, personal health, body, things like that go, it was probably the best decision he could have made. True. Football's True. a hard sport on the it, body. It but. is. It, it absolutely is, and I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, so I, it's one of those things you, you don't know. You won't instantly know if he made the right call or the bad call or whatever. It's just hopefully he stays out of trouble. You know, if weed's what he wants to do, that he does it somewhere where it's legal. So Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Definitely interesting to see. Cowboys always have some sort of offseason uh, something going on. Oh, absolutely. Um, so why would it surprise us this year? So some some breaking news that you actually told me about before we started was uh, that during the speech, the Hall of Fame speech uh, for the WWE, uh, it is WrestleMania weekend. So the Hall of Fame speech during Bret Hart's Hall of Fame speech, he was they attempted to someone attempted to tackle him. Right, right, yeah, he uh, surpassed the guards and, you know, any sort of uh, barricade they must have had there. Got up there and Bret Hart was being hugged. All of a sudden this guy put his arms around Bret Hart. I, I'm sure it was, you know, I, I can't imagine this guy really wanted to hurt him or anything, but, I mean, I gotta say, this dude probably has the biggest balls of any man on earth. Yeah, that is... I mean, someone's going to lose their job security-wise if this even happened. Um, yeah, I did, did for sure. see a meme. I think I sent it to you. Uh, yes. Vince McMahon saying you're fired uh, to yeah. somebody. 
uh, part of security. Yeah. So it'll be int- interesting to see. But this is this is from um, Natalia, which is what's that going to be? So if, if Bret Hart's her uncle. So I'm so okay. proud of my uncle Bret Hart tonight during our Hall of Fame ceremony. Brett is a cancer survivor, a stroke survivor, and one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. He didn't deserve to be attacked or have his moment or my dad's diminished. We got it back on track. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and so uh, Natalia's dad was Jim the Anvil Nightheart, who I think it was this year or last year he did he did pass away. I see. So the Hart yeah. Foundation was who was being um, in, in inducted into the WWE mm. Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's wild, man. The other guy, uh, to seriously, to jump the barricade and uh, avoid the, the security at a freaking wrestling event right. like that. He's out of his damn mind. What are we? You kids are out of your damn mind. But is this, is, this a, is this a catch me as you can kind of moment? Was he back there and it looked like he was supposed to be there? You know, who knows? Mm. We don't know yeah, yet. It's good. It's a good point. He might have had a members only jacket on or something. Yeah. Well, who knows? He had the little wings on. Had a pilot hat. We're gonna let him on. It just seemed like the <laughs> right thing to do. Uh, the home stretch. We're almost there. So video games. I don't have too much mm-hmm. to talk about video games, but I think it's important that our listeners, however many that might be. That in Madden, I am ranked in the top 1,400 on Xbox. I am like 65 games over 500. Um, I play it entirely too much. It's not certainly something I'm too proud of. But on the the other hand, I'm proud enough. I am proud. You know, (laughs) that that was tough. But I'm pretty sure I've maxed out. You know, I'll uh, I'll win a couple, I'll lose a lot, I'll win a couple. I I, I, I think that's where I'm going to be, is that, that top 1,400, and that's about it. I, I don't think I'm going to go any higher, so. Next up, right. next game I want to play is going to be uh, the remake of Resident Evil 2. So that should be hmm. that should be pretty interesting. I didn't really play it uh, on the PlayStation when it came out, so I figured check it out in HD. I How about you? It'll be a lot of fun. Uh Video games for me, man. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm kind of holding out for something uh, from Nintendo having to do with Metroid. Whether they port um, the Metroid Prime trilogy over to the the Switch, that's kind of my big hope. Didn't that get leaked? I think Best Buy, Twitter, something that got leaked that it was there had a release date, but they quickly turned it down or uh, uh, deleted it. I don't know. I mean, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I try to keep up to date on this stuff. Yeah, because you know, you, you know how broken my heart was. Yeah, I see a Best Buy leak cover up that uh, shows up. You, you know how right it away. is. Um, but anyway, so looks like Best Buy. They also had a little um entry for a link to the past, Legend of Zelda, to get yeah. moved to the Switch. So, I mean, honestly, new games for me, that they sound great and all, but uh, I'm I'm totally satisfied with some of the the all time greats getting moved to a. Uh, nice portable device, all in the all in the same system, and then you know wait for the next Zelda, the next Metroid. I don't know. I've been playing a lot of Civ Six lately. Sure, some Crash Bandicoot. Yep that that game pisses me off royally. Gosh darn it, I hate that. Can you imagine like playing some of the really old games? Like we feel like now Crash Bandicoot is extremely right. difficult. You hear At about the time it really wasn't. You hear about people talk about like 
battle toads and how right. impossible that was. Yeah, like if if playing Crash Bandicoot for us is stressful because of the the difficult simplicity of it, I can't imagine playing any of those true true old games. Yeah. You know, snowflakes. That's what we are. We're snowflake gamers now. Yep. It's all about the graphics and the music. Gameplay, eh, you know, it's okay, right? Story. Not story, question mark. All right, well, let's just move on from there. So, in your life, Joe, you got a big mm-hmm. decision coming up. I do, I do. Very big decision. So currently, well, I'll let you go ahead and explain the backstory. Well, I... This is one of those life-altering, life-changing decisions. So I just want to set you up. Just want to get your blood pumping a little bit. Put put the ball on the tee for me. Balls on the tee, it. man. And we're and we're not talking about like a golf tee. You suck at golf. You are awful. This is true. I've this been is a telling base- that story a couple times lately. This is a baseball tee, and you still owe me a driver. That's a different podcast story. But a life changing decision is on your plate. Take it from yep. there. Take it from so, there. So, <clears throat> living in this small town of about five hundred people, I find myself uh, working at. Well, being a uh, non-certified mechanic, tire technician, salesperson, stuff like that, and I've, I have a really solid wage here in this town. Now, if I was to move to any of the more desirable towns in my state, you know, I'd be taking a massive pay cut. Now, I do have um, a, a four-year bachelor's degree in history education, and I was a certified teacher at one point. But with... Uh, other opportunities around to make more money and you know it just worked better for me to not teach at the time and now my certificate has has lapsed so i'd have to get that renewed but anyway a uh history job opened up at the school in this small town in which i live and now i have the decision to make of taking a pay cut and going to that and now that would put my bosses in a very very difficult spot because i mean they've been really good to me and i I hope that the way they pay me is uh indicative of you know how good i've been to them as an employee you know and so i'm sitting here thinking okay number one do i screw my bosses over number two is do i want to be in a school number three how much longer are we going to be in this town because it's entirely a temporary you know stay for us we haven't bought a house and it's not a secret that we haven't bought a house. I think people can, you know, predict what our our plan is to move soon. Um, yeah, so it's I, I, it's maybe not so much a moral dilemma, but it is at the same time. Um, it's it should be a simple decision, maybe for some people, but for me, you know, I feel bad about it. They understand. I've talked to them already, my bosses, and they support uh-huh. me, but. Uh, yeah, my current boss, as current you know. Boss, yep. But it's it's right now, let's take a pay cut now. But the big thing, the big selling point for this is when we do finally move to a more desirable town, uh, I mean, it'd be a good $10,000 difference in, in wage if I stayed in a school, which I don't know about you, but I never thought I'd ever say that in my life. Right. That, uh, you know, that would be financially safer to just stay you know keep working in a school or something like that so now i have to make that decision of pay cut now and then potentially have a better wage moving forward and how long you know it might make us stay here longer i don't know man I was saying this out loud for one or two possible strangers to listen to at some point <laughs> makes me feel like here's hoping really a here's hoping easy decision you know and like, wow this really isn't a hard decision at all 
Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, and, and if it wasn't as freaking rural as it is where the internet's questionable and, and you haven't yeah. watched Game of Thrones the next morning because yeah. you're going to have bandwidth issues. Yeah. It's, it's uh, that's just it's tough. tough, man. Yeah, it, it is, is tough. man. Fortunately, um, uh, have, have, you know, yes, I don't know what the timeline is to get some decent internet in here. Yeah. That's that's in the works. It really is. It, they're they're moving forward with it, and um, <clears throat> being as rural as it is, there is some uh, federal money is available, but they're trying to get some state allocated money involved because right. that would speed up the process exponentially. Right. So, well, I guess we'll we'll see how that goes for us. Yeah, but even that, you got to consider, you know, appointments, doctor appointments, and stuff like that. I think for all those things, you have to travel, don't you? At least oh, yes. an hour plus. Yeah, um, we doctor a couple hours away. Um, we do have a clinic in town, you know, for for minor things or your a quick get urgent, looked at. Yeah, your urgent clinic or whatever, but yeah. So I mean, we're not completely helpless. Hell, even the town that's like a hundred plus people, just twenty miles from us, they have a little clinic there too. Right. You know, so for that kind of stuff, you just—I mean, sure, a doctor's appointment basically eats up a whole day, maybe at least half a day. Sure. You know, that sucks, but that's the nature of it, man. You've been doing it for how long now? Four or five years? This is year five. Year five—that's uh, just yep. insane to think. It is, and so to a school system, a small rural school system there. Mm-hmm. And you move to a bigger town, say 60,000, 70,000 people, mm-hmm. you will actually make less money. Yes, yes. If, this, you, if you're a teacher. Yep. Uh, this school, the school district uh, takes quite a lot of pride in being, you know, within the top 10 of the state, which in other states, that's not really saying much, you know, number-wise. Sure. But yeah, this, uh, relatively speaking, this, this school district has very, very good pay. Right. Um, other, the other school districts that pay better than this one are the kinds that you don't want to teach them, Got plain it. and simple. You know, yep. this 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 one here is kind of a, a really happy medium as yep. far as um, as that goes. I mean, is it the best school district to be in? Not necessarily. Is it the best town to be in? Not necessarily. But in the area, you could go forty miles south, forty miles north, and you're really in the shit. Yeah. Um, and. So it's, I guess if a person's looking for a teaching job or a job in a school, this would be the one they'd be going for. So if, uh, for sure. Have you, so have you, have you made a decision yet? I think, I think I have. I okay. think I have. It's, I, I haven't done anything yet. I mean, I'd still have to apply and uh-huh. go through the interview process and all that stuff. I'm, I'm getting uh, reference letters and things like that lined but, up. I've but they taken just... all the steps. So it sounds like you want to go back to teaching, and they yeah. re- they reached out to you to to apply though, didn't they? Correct, correct. So that tells me, good. yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out, um, not being a, a drug addict of any sort really gets you far in this town. It certainly can having a, a degree <laughs> and uh, being able to get that certificate again. I mean, I think that goes for uh, a lot of towns, not just yours, but that's true. That's true. Yeah, so. um, it definitely you know. They're looking for somebody, and I don't know if uh, at this point, you know, this job has been open for long enough that it makes me think that maybe they don't have any applicants yet, being sure. that it is a small town and it's, you know, a little bit less desirable of a position. It's, it's, they get a lot of new teachers um, for the, some of their open positions, 
and it's it's kind of one of those you know one to two years and then they move on sort of thing yep um but the, so if you were to yeah. get it so you see so you apply get your certificate certificate back up right doesn't sound like that's too big of a deal like you said no you apply you become this the teacher so then what's what's the plan from there so you're you're definitely very rural like you said teaching mm-hmm. there you know and then and then you got the, the the family who i think the works at the school already correct yes yes my wife is uh is an employee of the school she's part of the staff she's a counselor sure sure so then and it's the same school right that you'd be working yes at? yep Gotcha. So then, what's the plan then? So is it is is do you know? Is it just a another year for sure? Is it is it going to be? Um, the the, the plan is just one year. Yeah. But as far I mean, um, do I think it extends? Does it uh, necessarily extend our stay in this town? No, I don't think so. I mean, we're sure. we're still kind of held by the same factors, and the the, the main factor obviously is uh, wages. You yes. know. Cost of living, wages, absolutely. Yeah, it all yeah, comes down to money. Yep, and I mean, we don't want to live in poverty, right? <laughs> you know, so yeah. a guy's got to weigh, you know, how much it costs to buy a house because you don't want to have to rent down there. And yep, you're just uh, pissing all that money away if you're renting all your life, you know. Yeah, Get exactly. Not, not, yep. Um, so it's uh, being going into teaching again isn't gonna. Is it going to cause us to stay any longer than anything else? I mean, if I stay at my uh, auto, my my automotive job, yep, that'd still be just as hard. It might be even harder. To, I'd be going from an even higher wage and then looking at even lower wages to, right. you know, in the place that I'd want to move. Whereas if I'm teaching, it's actually it'd be a, a smaller pay. It'd still be a pay cut. Yeah, but it'd be a much smaller pay cut. You know. That's- it's that's man that's just crazy dude to really think about yep. that and trying to get to a you know all it's all rural it's the midwest you know yeah. but uh to get mm-hmm. to a bigger town closer to the rest of your family and uh and not be able to do it because it it, it pays shittier you know it's, it's just yeah it's crappy it's a bad it's a raw deal I think it's yeah it's it, it's really there's a you pay a premium to live in that area you know yep and there's enough employee there's the employee pool pool is huge it's just unfortunate that a lot of employers take advantage of that and they don't mind apparently right. having to having turnover and having to train more people um, right. my my current boss and i you know we had a discussion about wages and things like that and that's what he said like he's he's made phone calls for former employees getting jobs elsewhere trying to yeah. get them better wages because he knows that he pays better than a lot of these places in towns with uh, a larger, you know, employee pool. Yeah. That's just, and, yeah. It, and, you know, you, you have bad turnover. It's frustrating and you feel like you can't pay guys enough right away because you might lose them, but yeah. that's because you don't pay them enough. Right. You know, you, you pay somebody in a livable wage, they're, they're going to treat you better as an employee. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's just, it's a raw deal. It's just crazy to think about that, you know. Raw dog, man. Raw, raw dog. Raw dog in it. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see. You'll have to keep uh, keep all the fans, keep all the loyal podcast listeners, the rest of the story, you know, when you interview and if you get it. And then uh, and then you got to sing the Billy Madison song. You got to sing the back to school song. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm brushing up when, on it already. If and when 
you get that position. I mean, mm. I, we want it. We want it all. We want it high pitched. And if we don't like it, we're gonna do it again. That seems fair. I accept that. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think we're 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 at the mark, man. And I I think we're done with the first Midwest Babble podcast. There was a lot of babbling, especially a lot of babbling. A lot of I think a lot of editing to do. It is a lot. Um, it is eleven o'clock uh, local time. Yep, yep. I thought so, you were an hour and a head. I thought you were Central Time. Is that not true? That is definitely not true. Thank That's embarrassing. Thankfully. That's embarrassing. Wow. Huh. I'll have to buy a map. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to do some <laughs> editing. We'll have to edit a lot of you out. Uh, you know, I'm the I'm definitely the breadwinner of the of the podcast with uh, a minimum fair. of of four fans. I consider me and you and, and hopefully our significant others. Um but I will tell you that my wife would be the first person to tell me if it sucks, though. So uh, we'll see how that goes. You know, I, I think uh, I believe you wholeheartedly. And my wife, she won't tell me it sucks, like yeah. with her mouth, with yeah. her voice. But yeah. her face will do uh, do be good wonders. Yeah. I'll know. Yeah. Hmm. So I think the I think the next podcast that we'll do, we'll have to wait. We should probably wait till after Game of Thrones. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so we can kind of jump right into that, and and it it definitely there will be spoilers. So I think uh, I think the couple listeners we have should should certainly know that, and don't mm-hmm. listen to it until you have watched the latest episode of Game of Thrones. We'll have to have a big disclaimer at the beginning, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, you bet, you bet. We'll 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 certainly do that as well. So we don't want to mm-hmm. ruin it for anybody. Good. Well. Time to sign off. I think. I, I I I I think so too. I think we've met our met our met our obligation to our sponsors. <clears throat> so until next Make time. That money. I'm Big Rob. I'm Little Joe. <laughs> <laughs> until next time. We'll see you then. Bye bye bye. Oh, my God.